Well, you know, for me, the action is the juice. Goddamn Vikings! Nobody misses the extra point. So they had to do one little kick and now I'm ruined? No bitch to me. Bet with your head. No over it. What's happening, guys? It is Memphis, and you are tuned in to The Juice, a serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. Tonight's topic is the 2023 NFL seasonal gambling preview. Uh, basically going to try to help you avoid the pitfalls of the average wager maker, the average uh, sports book fan who wants just a little extra something when you're out there gambling on props and games during a good weekend of football. Um, this is a player profiler exclusive podcast. You'll only find it here on player profiler, whether that's YouTube or audio um, player profiler everywhere you go. And that's uh, where you'll find my other show, the dynasty war zone also on playerprofiler.com. Uh, so real quick, the importance of this quick dis disclaimer is I will always try to keep this to about a half hour, 40 minutes. Um, you need to be able to have your, if you're in a state that's legal, is to you know have your apps ready to go. Um, the opening weekend apps and, and, and props and everything will be hitting about this time next week, and I'll have plenty of uh, things for you. As it relates to props, more to that to come. I just want to get through this intro and we'll dive into the show. Um, also, for the fantasy football fans in the house, again, remember to be sure to check out the Player Profiler uh, Dynasty Warzone. We simulcast our Dynasty and Fantasy show over there. And I am looking forward to getting into this. I am going to hit you up with, you know, some, some gambling best practices, some things that have helped me over the years to just extend my bankroll. It's not easy to get through an entire season. Um, we get a little reckless. We get a little careless. And and it's not always as easy to just say, hey, I like this side or that side. There's some, there's some stuff behind the scenes. And I'll get into that real quick. One quick commercial for our new friends at Bet Openly. Hey, so many ask me, what's wrong with sports books? Why so many of them fail? The answer is simple. They don't innovate. They're just casino sports books on a phone. That's all they've been. There are a few that are doing a good job. We partner with them. Most of them, not so much. Until Bet Openly came along. Bet Openly said, hey, we're going to innovate. We're going to do something groundbreaking. We're going to have peer to peer betting in all states, and you pay 1%. When you win, you pay just 1% on your winnings. You heard that right. It's 1%. With code Underworld, you qualify for just that 1% transaction fee on Bet Openly. It gives you ultimate flexibility to set your own lines and browse lines that others have set. Think about it. That's what betting should be. And now that is the reality. BetOpenly.com. The code is Underworld. Check it out. Yeah, I'm fascinated by Bet Openly because typically we're betting against the sports book. And let's be honest, they have the advantage when they're charging you 110, 112, 115, sometimes even more in the juice. Uh, it, it's hard to beat them, and professional gamblers have to hit at 110. They've got to hit 53%. So as you get further away from 110, you have to win more. And the thing about bet openly is that 
the money is is there and, and you're wagering with a friend. Imagine, you know, making a, a $5 wager, a $10 wager, whatever it is, with a friend in a bar. Maybe you're watching a ball game and you're like, hey, I, I like the, the Patriots. And they're like, well, I like the Jets. You know, that that's the kind of thing that you'll find on Bet Openly. Check them out, you know, and you never know when you may catch a rogue number that would be to our advantage. So let's jump into some best practices. Let's take let's take a minute before because basically the the concept of this show is going to be player props, uh, maybe a line or two, maybe a side, maybe a total. We'll look at Survivor. Um, we'll look at different aspects of wage of wagering every Friday night. And again, kind of rush through it at the open of the show. The reason Friday night is the player props, which are my specialty. Those come out Friday afternoon. They used to come out around lunchtime. Now it's closer to like dinner time. But the props start flowing in. And my process would be is, hey, the props are flowing in. Um, I already had an idea of, of certain props that I like. And then my goal is to pick off three or four props that I'm really a fan of. Jump behind this microphone around 9, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and, and give those to you. That way, if you're watching live on YouTube, you'll be able to immediately react to the advice that I'm getting if you choose to. It's just an advice. It's not a guarantee of winning. It is not something that that you should you know, risk significant things of importance in your life. Basically, this is a show for entertainment. But if you find the advice useful, awesome is what we want you to do. We want you to be entertained and we want you to take gambling seriously. And that's my first tip. That is my best practice. Number one, take betting seriously. Now, I joked in the intro that this is the serious gambling podcast for the not-so-serious gambler. And I'm going to be honest, that's me. And it's totally fine if you see your 50 bucks or or whatever you quote-unquote see as fun money or as dispensable money. But you're in the right place if you're ready to see how long you can make that bankroll last. And I might be able to tell you there's a better way to go about doing this as we go into the season. Um, But take it seriously. I don't do anything to lose. Um, If you've ever done a personality test and, you know, they have all these various categories. And and one of my number one personality traits is competition. It's part of the reason why I like fantasy football. I like sports in general. I like to compete. I like to win. And even though it's – quote unquote, fun money um, or money that I can afford to lose. I don't like to lose. I'm going to put all the time, all the effort, all the research into winning everything that I put my money on. So I I just, that that competition drives me. Um, So my next thing is have a unit. You'll hear that a lot in other gambling shows. And I do recommend you listen to, to other shows, mostly on Player Profiler, especially The Juice, but have a unit. And a unit is an amount of money um, tied to your bankroll, and and you don't deviate it from very often. Uh, I'll go over these terms if you're new to gambling, especially if maybe gambling or player props or things like underdog or rival are new in the state in which you live. Um, In Indiana, where I live, has been legal for several years at this point. And uh, if you're new to this, maybe you've never heard these things. So let me help you out. So a unit of play. So like my personal unit of play is about 20 bucks and I don't deviate too far from that. If I hear something that I really like and I can validate it, maybe I go up a couple of more bucks, 
Um, if it's something that has a little bit more risk, but it pays out a little bit better, I'll do that. So when you hear the term unit, that's a unit of betting that you are comfortable wagering on a particular event. Like I said, I'm a, a $20 per, per bet kind of guy, give or take. Uh, some people would call that like a pizza bet. You know, the amount of money that you would spend on a pizza. I don't order a lot of pizzas, so I'm spending mine doing this. Um, bankroll management. Bankroll management is arguably the toughest thing for most gamblers. They don't treat the money in their DraftKings account, in their rival account, in their underdog account. They don't treat it as like working capital. They don't treat it like the way a landscaper would treat a mower or a trimmer. That That is part of being able to do it. Now, those of us on this show, like me personally, I'm never going to be able to, to quit my day job betting 20 bucks a game. And I don't really aspire to, to bet much more than that. You know, I've bet 50. I've bet 100 here or there. But I'm I'm really keen on bankroll management because I, just like you, have have limits and I don't go crazy. And you know, when when my quote unquote gambling bankroll every year I load my accounts and, and we'll get into outs here at the, the end of the show, some other advice. But when I load my accounts, when that money's gone, that money's gone. So I load my accounts the start of the NFL season. You're probably an NFL fan if you're listening to this because you listen to Player Profiler, you listen to the Dynasty War Zone, you listen to anything like that. You're probably a football fan, and I don't gamble on the NBA. I don't gamble on Major League Baseball. I don't gamble on anything other than the NFL, A, because I know it real well from all my work with doing Dynasty content, and, and two, it's the, only, it's the only sport that I watch. I would find it odd if I were gambling on my son's you know, high school and travel baseball games. I actually think that's against the law. So for me, I'm a football better, but I'm a serious football better. And, and I, I, I treat my bankroll very well. Now, I don't want to go down a rabbit hole for the casual gambler, but like bankroll management. So if your unit is 1%, and like for me as a $20 per bet kind of guy, then a conservative bankroll for me to start the season would be $2,000. Gang, I, I don't, I don't, you know, have two thousand dollars that I load into gambling accounts. You know, two percent would say it's about about a thousand. Uh, I'm somewhere between probably two and and three percent. You know, I put two hundred fifty, three hundred bucks per account. That's going to give me ten to twenty bets. You know, you know, underdog and BetMGM and DraftKings and FanDuel. I, I load all my accounts and. Every every bet represents a percentage of my bankroll, and if and if you're a riskier gambler, you know you can do this. You know your unit price could be five percent uh, of your bankroll. That means you need four hundred bucks. Um, I I think you should have a little bit more than that. Like I said, I'm right around a grand, just under. Um, that's what I go into the season with. But I, I've done very well. I've done this three years in a row, and every year I I wind up with more than than I start. Um. I'm not taking my family to Mexico. I'm I'm not funding a new car, but I'm having a lot of fun and I'm enjoying it. And that's the point of this show is to have fun, to be entertained. It's not professional advice. It's not investing advice. It's just the basics. But two things. One, a unit is the unit of gambling that you're comfortable gambling each game in dollars or pesos or whatever it is in the country in which you live. And then bankroll management. Treat your bankroll very, very um, very well, and, and you'll be able to make it last the, the four or five months. Um, 
those those are two two big ones um i am scheduled to do an ad read here i'm actually going to go a little bit further and i'm just going to stack two of those together so just a heads up um we do have sponsors um you've already seen bet openly that one fascinates me um this is a new podcast for me but that one that one i think has legs um i'll play two of our others because they'll tie into some other topics that i have a little bit later in the show um here comes the unpopular opinion time the unpopular opinion is going to be is that i don't play parlays i think parlays are a sucker's play in general um i'll I'll give you an example um outside of player props which i think player props you can do okay with on sites like rival on sites like, like underdog you can do okay um but more often than not you know they don't advertise parlays on tv every week because well, they want you to win, or they think that you can win. Uh, most of the time, it's set up to where you lose on a parlay. And I know it's unpopular because, you know, it's you, you can't watch a football game, college, pro, without parlay, parlay, same game, parlay. It's Jamie Foxx. It's, it's whoever, Shaq. It's same game, Kevin Hart, same game, parlay. And it's, guys, just when you can't avoid them, I'm going to talk more about parlays here in just a bit. And it is unpopular. People are going to say, but hey, I, I like to bet parlays. But a winning handicapper, a professional, I mentioned it earlier in the show, a guy who does this, a lady who does this professionally, they need to win about 53% of all their bets to be a winning player, to beat the juice, the the vig, the vigorish of a, a bet. And if they want to go one for two, right? 50% is one for two. How do you hit a two-team parlay? How do you do that consistently? How do you hit two consistently to win that parlay? So what's that tell you about parlays? They're hard to beat in the long term. Can you win one? Sure. Sure, absolutely. But again, there's a reason why why they're advertising it. Why does Chevrolet advertise the the new GMC pickup truck? Because they want you to go to the dealership and buy a new pickup truck. It's the same thing with same-game parlays. DraftKings and FanDuel, they want you to do these. And it's because they know you can't beat them. You know, it's it's like my Uncle Rob. Now, you know, I've been gambling for a long time. I started when I was 16, shooting pool, playing poker. Um, my uncle was, uh, we used to joke in the family, we called him a sports consultant. Come to find out later in life, he was just simply a bookie. But he started off his gambling career working for Binion's Horseshoe. Now, that was down in Bossier City, Louisiana, and he was a pit boss. And I think just about everybody knows what a pit boss does. And, and you know, we were talking about poker. And because I've always been curious, again, I like to win. You know, what are the profitable games and, and what's the house game and, and, and what's this? And he's like, don't ever mess with slot machines. And he told me this incredibly funny anecdote about slot machines. And he was like, whether it's a person or whether it's a gambling device or anything in life, he's like, you don't want any part of that, any part of anything that backs its ass up against the wall and takes on the world. And that's what a slot machine does. And and that's gambling in general. Um, It's profitable for the casino. It's not necessarily profitable for us, but there are some parlays that are profitable and they're called correlated parlays. The bad thing is, is the sports books won't allow them. Uh, I'm going to get into a player prop later that I tried to correlate. I'll explain when I actually give the prop. So there'll be a callback to this segment later. But like when you want to correlate a parlay, 
let's say you like the over on a on a Justin Jefferson prop. Let's say it's week one, you see DraftKings, and Justin Jefferson has a yardage prop of 88.5 yards, meaning, meaning he's got to go 89 yards or more for you to be able to win that prop. Well, it stands to reason if you believe he's playing the Lions, a bad passing defense, whatever that is, and, and the fact that he's just Justin Jefferson, you think to yourself, hey, 89 feels like a, a bet I would like to make over on Justin Jefferson. But you're a smart gambler. You listen to the juice, and, and you would think to yourself, hey, you know what? I should probably do a parlay, and I'll do his yardage prop over, and I'll do his receptions prop over because it's going to be hard to get to 89 yards if you don't get some catches, right? Well, I want you to go to your sportsbook app next weekend. You can even do it Thursday night when the Lions play the, the Chiefs and, and try to do a parlay. Try to parlay Amon Ra St. Brown's yardage prop and receiving props both under or over. Now, if you correlate against yourself or go in opposite directions, the opposite of correlation, they'll probably let you do it. But when one usually happens, the other usually happens. And then the next thing that usually happens is the sports book doesn't let you bet them. You're denied. Why? Because that one's in your favor. That should tell you everything you should ever want to know about parlays. When they're in your favor, you're not allowed to bet them. And when they're not in your favor, they, they welcome you to bet same game parlays. So, um, but there are a few ways, there are a few things that I can do that can make parlays fun for you without blowing up your bankroll and making it next to impossible to win. But I do want to, I want to get my, my last two remaining commercials out of the way. So bear with me. Um, I want to hear a word about two that tie back into parlays that I think are fun and I think we can do something with. Let's take a moment to talk about Underdog Fantasy. Now, many of you have already signed up. Thousands have signed up from Player Profile already over the years. Underdog has supported us since 2020. Much of what you see on Player Profiler is because of Underdog, because of their support. Get the Underdog app, plug in that promo code UNDERWORLD. I used to play Underdog just for the best ball drafts. I mean, the best ball drafts are amazing. These draft rooms fill so quickly, and you can win life-changing money. You want to take advantage of all the sleepers we talk about on this show? Well... What better place than in an underdog draft room to do that? And I recommend taking your underdog play to the next level by diving into their NFL pickems. It's important to correlate those NFL pickems. You can pick both the quarterbacks and the wide receivers to exceed expectations. Correlate them, and you can five extra payout. Bada bing, bada boom. Underdog Fantasy. The promo code is Underworld for an instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars. Underdog is the truest friend of the underworld. Hey, we've got to talk about Rival Fantasy today. Rival Fantasy, they're a huge supporter of everything we do. The podcast channel, the YouTube channel, it's possible because of Rival, and they have an incredible new offer. With promo code PLAYER, promo code PLAYER, you double your deposit up to $200, and you get $25 in bonus bucks. So it's $225 additional to play in NFL preseason. You can do their props on the fantasy book where it's over, under, over, under, over, under, up to five guys. The more over-unders you hit, the higher your payout. And they have their challenges for the community. You can say, hey, I think that Player X is going to go over this many fantasy points, and someone takes you up on it. They take the other side. It's great. I love their fantasy bingo, where you can do five across, you can do four in the corner, black it out, just predicting fantasy points on your favorite players, especially in preseason. The promo code is PLAYER, where they match your deposit up to $200 plus... Those $25 in bonus bucks. This offer is insane. 
There you go. Now, now these are the kind of parlays, you know, you heard Matt say in the underdog promo code underworld and the underdog promo that, you know, you want to correlate and you can correlate a little bit easier on sites like rival and on sites like underdog. Uh, it's the, it's the true sports books that, that are going to give you the most pushback, but sometimes you can correlate without correlating the obvious. Let's take a, let's take a little bonus hack here. And this is really good for, for player props. And we'll do this when I get into the actual prop show. There's no NFL games this weekend. I don't deal much with college. I try not to dive too far out of my area of expertise, which is the NFL and NFL players, fantasy football, which ties back to props. So let's start with a game where, you know, there's a big underdog. You know, you'll see, uh, I think the first week, Baltimore, if I remember, they, they play Houston and they're like a nine and a half, 10 point favorite. Well, stands to reason that the Houston Texans are going to be behind. And what do teams behind late in games do? They throw a lot of passes. Well, then start looking at those players' passing props. Losing team, team projected to lose, you look at their you look at their passing props. Now you start looking at teams that are favored to win by a bunch. Now you can start looking at their running backs because what do teams do with the lead early? Typically, they take the air out of the ball. They want to pound the ball. They, they want to slow the game down. They want to get out of there with a win. So think about a team like the 49ers when they play a in, in Arizona. You know, you know that's going to be a big Elijah Mitchell game. Why? Because you don't run your sports car that is Christian McCaffrey. You don't run him into the ground. You don't smash him and, and make him worth less than he is. So you rely on Elijah Mitchell. So all of a sudden, You'll see that using some of these, you know, you got to get down in the mud. You got to get ugly. Um, we'll talk about popular players also here in a bit, but that's that's a great way to to look at player props. Another thing, if they have defensive player props, I know some gambling sites like BetMGM, again promo code Underworld, is like they'll have rushing props and defensive props. Those go well together. Why? Because the winning team's going to be rushing, the losing team's going to be passing. The, the winning team is going to be pass rushing. That can lead to more sacks. It's all correlated. It all ties back together to where if you pick the right two or three, and that's my next bit of advice, gang, is really stick to those two and three leg props. You know, we all love betting the occasional parlay, and, and, and they pay well, They but they pay well for a reason because they're hard to hit. Remember, a professional gambler wants to win one out of two bets. And all of a sudden, we're taking three and we're trying to hit three in a row. And, and when you start doing three and four and five and 16 parlays, all of a sudden, your bankroll starts trying to, to hide from you. It's, it's creeping down. It's turning into next to nothing. But you may say to yourself, Memphis, I like betting crazy ass multiple leg parlays. It's fun. I like having that sweat. Cool. Let me tell you some other ways you can bet parlays without crushing your bankroll on a week-in, week-out basis. Now, again, I'm going to give several props every week, and you're smart football consumers because you're tuned into Roto Underworld. You listen to Matt Kelly. You listen to Theo. You listen to Billy. You know where to get player props. You know where to get information on yards per game, rushing yards per game, all that. Playerprofiler.com, it's right there. So the props will be out there, but let's get into the thing that I call the rounding error parlay. And you might say the rounding error. What does that mean? Well, when you bet games, you inevitably want, and same thing with like your debit card. It's like you inevitably, you know, through various charges, a penny here, a nickel there, a quarter here, you wind up with like odd change. 
And all of a sudden you'll look at your, your Fed MGM account and it'll be like $224 and 17 cents. What I like to do is on Sunday morning before the one o'clock game is I take all the props that I like because I shop at my own restaurant. The advice that I give here, the props that I talk about here, I'm in on those myself. I just don't, just don't get crazy with parlays. You'll never see me bet a $20 parlay, especially like a five-team or a six-team or a fuck out of here. No way. Not how I do it. But I will on a rounding error parlay. So I'll take my five or six or seven props and I'll put them all into one parlay and then I'll take that odd amount of money. Like I said, I had $224.17. I'm going to take that $4.17 and I'll bet that on that 18 parlay. More often than not, I'm going to lose. Very hard to hit it. That's why they pay so damn well. Very, very rarely am I going to hit that eight-teamer. But if it hits at four or five dollars, it may pay a hundred bucks, 150 bucks. Depends on what you shove in there. You start shoving a bunch of minus money favorites in there. It won't pay quite as well. But that's my rounding error parlay. I play a little if I win. I might win an extra C note. You know, it's 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 fun, but again, you're never going to see me shooting Andrew Jackson's $20 bills at like five and six teamers, but you can for four or five bucks again. And then it gets my, my account back to an even number. And I'm that, that, that also helps my OCD. So, so that's my rounding error parlay, but, but here's one more um, bit of advice on parlays that I, I will give you guys that I, I think you'll really like. If you want the action, again, if you want to chase the juice, remember the action is the juice. You just need a little bit. Dude, I put $5 on a game. I'm, I'm so much more invested than even if I have fantasy players go to the game. So you don't have to get crazy with, with your wagers. But here's my final piece of advice. It's called the mechanical parlay, and you can make it last all weekend long. So here you go. Thursday night football, this coming Thursday night, you, you see a prop, a side, a total, whatever it is, and, and, and you want to you want to get a little action going. You want to do a mechanical parlay. Cool. You, you take 20 bucks and you bet Patrick Mahomes over passing yards, and that hits. Awesome. Now you have 40, and I know you don't have exactly 40. I know it's not exactly that clean, but work with me here. You'll, you bet 20, you now have 40. Cool. Then you hang on to that 40 bucks. You don't blow it on beers. You don't go out to dinner. You save that 40 bucks. Then the 1 p.m. slate Sunday rolls around. Remember, you got 40 bucks. You're going to bet that on something you like in that 1 p.m. slate. You'll have five, six, seven games. You'll see a player prop, whatever. Then you bet all 40 on that player prop. Well, then you win that one. Now you have 80. Again, not always that clean, but you get my gist. The 40 becomes 80. Then you're looking at that 4 o'clock slate. You may have three to four or five games in that window, and, and you're looking at another player prop. And now you have 80. You went from 20 to 40 and 40 to 80. Now you shoot all 80 at, at a four o'clock slate, and then you hit again. Just like a parlay, you've now won three legs, okay? Now you've got 160. Again, not that clean, but work with me here. Now you take all 60, and you bet it on Sunday night football. And you won again. You just won a 14 parlay. You bet 20, 14 parlay but you did it mechanically. You were able to stop at any time. So that's $320. You went from Thursday to 1 p.m. Sunday to 4 p.m. on Sunday to the Sunday night football game, and you got 320 bucks. Now, do you walk away 
Do you put that profit in your pocket? Do you just like, hey, you know what? Uh, I've danced with the devil long enough and I'm not going to do it. Or do you put all 320 trying to hit that fifth leg to win that $640? Again, no, it's not that clean. Don't need the math people beating me up. But, But you get my overall gist. Guys, I did this twice last year. Fun story. This is where, you know, we talked about bankroll management earlier in the season. You can, you can, and you really shouldn't be cashing out your bankroll. You know, if you, if you hit a good one, you hit, you hit a little bit, I can understand it. But like this time last year, um, I hit one of these, I think it was like late October, I'll say October for lack of a better remembrance. And I got through Sunday night, got through the first four legs, started with 20 bucks, was right around 300. And my son broke a baseball bat. If you know anything about baseball bats in 2022, 2023, they're expensive as shit. So I just stopped. I was like, I'll just go buy my son a new bat. And then I did it one other time during the season. And again, but at any time after I won the first one, I could stop. After I won that second one, I could stop. At any time, I can say, hey, this is enough. But you know what? That's the only kind of parlays that that, that I like to try to do. Because winning bets is very, very hard. And it should be for entertainment purposes only. Have a little fun. And it should be for an amount of money that you are willing to risk. Again, this is just a a guy talking into a microphone to entertain you. This is not investment advice. And I want to make that very clear. Because your mental health and and not getting in over your head is a pretty big deal. So, So treat this seriously. But parlay like a pro. You'll get the same action or juice. You'll get the same juice as any other parlay, again, except you can stop at any time. That's the fun part about a mechanical parlay. And here's the thing. You can literally take 20 bucks and spin it all weekend long. And, 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 it, and at any point, if you lose, like if you win Thursday and then you win 1 p.m. and then you win 4 p.m., if you lose that that Sunday night football bet, well, you only lost. You're only out your initial your initial investment. That's what makes it a little bit different than your standard parlay. Um, so parlay like a pro, mechanical parlays, you know, it's an NCAA thing as well. Um, instead of betting, I don't even know who's good in college basketball anymore, Duke. You bet you, you bet Duke. Instead of betting Duke to win the NCAA tournament, you can just bet them to win every single game on the money line. Now you're going to pay some juice, but you get my point. Mechanical parlays, do some more research on them. I'm a big fan when I parlay, because I'm not a fan of parlays in general. Uh, a couple of other tips before I give you my three seasonal props and get you the hell out of here. Number one prop is become a weatherman. Um, you need to know where the games are, and you need to throw the dome games out. And just kind of take a look at, like, future forecasts. You know, if if you know a game has, like, the hurricane that recently hit Florida. Like, we knew that eventually it was going to have an impact on other games. Uh, there's not always hurricanes, but I can remember a couple of years ago, there was a real shitty wind streak, not wind, not W-I-N, but wind, W-I-N-D, wind streak of games in Cleveland. And I got down on all their overs and all the under on their passing props, because if you ask any professional gambler or just watch the games, wind is way more detrimental than rain to pass catching and, and getting under and getting to that stuff early is 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 a great way to go about doing business. Um and then question yourself if you're betting way more favorites than than underdogs. Vegas and all those beautiful casinos were built on underdogs. Not on underdog our sponsor, promo code underworld, but underdogs. Favorites 
Not always the best way to go. We're just looking, we're looking to pick off bad numbers. Um, this also holds true for overs. Um, look at becoming like an undertaker, not like the professional wrestler or the guy who works at a mortuary, but look at being a person who takes more unders than overs, especially on popular popular players. You will listen to this show this, this year, and you will not hear a lot of Patrick Mahomes come out of my mouth, a lot of Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Austin Eckler. As a matter of fact, my my my, my prop, my first prop of the year is on Derek Carr. I tend to stick to the boring. Um, I look for rogue numbers on tight ends. Uh, those those are the winning plays. I get enough juice and I get enough action off of backing guys like Patrick Mahomes and Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase in my dynasty and fantasy teams. I don't always need to drag them into my sports wagering. So for me, look to fade popular players because this is an old thing from sports betting back in the year. Back in the years gone by, you know, there's a Dallas Cowboys tax. There's a Yankees tax. There's a um, Lakers tax. Uh, they're, they're popular teams. You're always going to pay more because the sports books know people are going to bet them. So they raise the price, adjust the VIG, charge you more commission. It's a pain in the butt. Last thing is have multiple outs or prop houses. What does that mean? Um we do work here at Player Profiler with BetMGM, but if it's legal in your area, BetMGM is one of mine. FanDuel, DraftKings. Um, you need to have four or five spots. Why is that? Because various books have various numbers. And if, you know, like the prop that I have right now, it's actually from FanDuel. And I'll just go ahead and spin this into this. Um, and this segment in, in season is going to be called Three for the Money. I'm going to give you three props a week that I like. Because if anyone tells you they have 15 props or 20 props, they're lying to you, um, or they're just they're just bullshitting and they're they're just you know trying to hit the law of averages. Hey, if I if I give you 20 props, I might hit 10. It's not what I'm trying to do. I'm I'm trying to go two for three, and on a good weekend, we'll scoop. And then I'll throw in a couple of others that I'm looking at, so that if you want to do a mechanical parlay, you can, because the fun is the juice. That's the action. That little bit of you know skin in the game. But I'll go right into it, and then I'll use this to go backwards to a couple of previous points. Is that Derek Carr on FanDuel is minus 165 to lead the NFC South in passing. Now, first of all, the same prop is at our show sponsor, BetMGM. It's minus a 175. So I can pay 10 more cents on the dollar to bet it at MGM or... I can go. I can go do it at at, at a rival sports book. Um, I'm always going to look for the best value, gang. Just to be be very honest with you, and that's part of having multiple outs. That's part of having multiple books, multiple places to get your to get your action down. Uh, we love it when you support our sponsors. Uh, promo codes always underworld, but we got to be smart too. Um, I'm never going to lie to you about this or mislead you or try to push you one way or the other because I really don't give a shit. Um, I would rather see you win than push a particular brand. They're fun. Underdog's fun. Rival's fun. Uh, Bet MGM treats you real well. But if it's not the best, it's not the best. Maybe on one given day. So anyway, uh, my prop on FanDuel, Derek Carr, minus 165. Now, what does that mean? Well, real quick for the newer wager. Again, maybe you've never bet a bunch in your life. What that means is that in order to win $100, you would have to bet $165. Then when Derek Carr leads the NFC South in passing, 
you would get your 165 back and 100 from the casino. That works the same way if I wanted to take Bryce Young. If I wanted to take Bryce Young at plus 300, and then if I wagered $100, if and when Bryce Young led the NFC South in passing, then I would get my $100 back plus 300 from the casino because it's plus 300. Uh, there's some great tutorials out there of how odds work in gambling. You can also hit me up on Twitter at DWZ Memphis. Happy to help you with that as well. Um, but my first prop of the season is Derek Carr to lead the NFC South in passing for the 2023 season. It's a buck 65 on FanDuel. And here's the thing FanDuel is kind of giving you the answers to the test right now. So, right now on FanDuel, Baker Mayfield has a passing prop. It's 2,775 yards. It's not bad. It's not bad. Just, to, just you know, by the way, that's more than, than Justin Fields. Yeah, I like to stir the pot. Bryce Young, 3,200 and a half passing yards. Okay, okay. More than Baker, so Bryce is in the lead. And then Desmond Ritter, 2,500 and a half. So to go over his number, he would need to go 2,501 passing yards. And then finally, Derek Carr, 3,650 yards and a half because uh, they're not going to have ties or pushes on this action. Now think about that. At least two other teams, three other teams on this sports book have multiple quarterbacks with multiple odds, except the New Orleans Saints. You don't see a Jameis prop. You don't see a Taysom Hill prop, you just see Derek Carr. So what does that tell you? It tells me that Derek Carr's probably, barring injury, is going to play all 17 games for the New Orleans Saints. Bryce Young, he's a rookie. 3,700 yards, or let's say Derek Carr comes up a little bit short, 3,500. He would still have to hit his FanDuel prop by over 300 more than it's currently listed. And here's the thing, his weapons suck. His weapons are terrible. So you have Bryce Young trying to throw out throw Derek Carr. Who does Derek Carr have? He has Chris Olave. We all like him for fantasy. I like him for fantasy. I'm assuming you like him for fantasy. He's got Michael Thomas, at least for now. He's got Jimmy Graham, which is odd to say in the year of our Lord, 2023. He's got Jawan Johnson. He'll be getting Alva Kamara back. They got a good offensive line. Stands to reason Derek Carr leads this barring injury, and, and, and that's why taking overs or favorites like this is always the risk. There's always risk involved is Derek Carr leads this division in passing. Now, Bryce Young, there's not another quarterback listed for him, but I, but I, but I do see a small guy, a frail guy, playing behind what's been a bad offensive line. And who's his best receiver? Hurt Terrace Marshall? Not very good Johnny Mingo? I guess Hayden Hurst. I guess if you're looking for a tight end premium guy, side note, maybe Hayden Hurst. Then in Atlanta, you can get action on both Desmond Ritter and Tyler Heineke. Why is that? Well, the book obviously thinks both of these guys at some point is going to see action. Well, it's going to be hard enough for Desmond Ritter if he plays all 17 games to outproduce Derek Carr. So why would it be any easier if him and Tyler Heineke are both expected to play? Same thing with Baker and Trask. I think this is the best seasonal prop, and I don't do a lot of seasonal props, but because why is that? I got to tie my money up for the next five and a half months, four and a half months, excuse me. You'll be tied up all the way through the like the end of like the middle of January. 
I don't want to have my money tied up that long. But if you do, if you're a seasonal prop person and, and you want a seasonal prop, the best seasonal prop that I've seen on the board, scrubbing the books, Derek Carr minus a buck 65 to lead the NFC South in passing yards. Couple of others that I like, couple others that 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 I find interesting um, in the NFC. Uh, what is East? Because I'm looking at my guy. My guy in the East is, is CD Lamb. Uh, again, I don't typically do a lot of long shots. I, I'm kind of a conservative gambler. Uh, you heard my stance on parlays. I'm not getting crazy out there with a bunch of parlays, but it's because again, I'm I'm trying to win incrementally. But if you're looking for a good bet with a good payout, I like C.D. Lamb to lead the NFC East in receiving yards. Uh, the favorite is A.J. Brown at plus 170. I don't think A.J. Brown's going to get quite the volume of C.D. Lamb. Uh, got Devonta Smith there. You've got Goddard there. Um, maybe they more, more get involved, the, the running backs, and then look at C.D. Lamb. I like Michael Gallup and and Brandon Cooks is a is a is a great two for him, but C.D. Lamb last year was, uh, memory serves me correctly, had a hundred and nine targets, and just love C.D. Lamb's, you know, overall prop. He was one of my MVPs when I did my Dynasty MVP show this past week. I just think that if you're looking for one of these, uh, call them needle and haystack bets, and you're looking for like a you're a Cowboys fan, or or maybe you just want a little action that that you can you know you can chase all season. Maybe C.D. Lamb's your favorite dynasty guy, or maybe you're in dynasty and you don't have him at all, and you'd like some action on C.D. Lamb. Maybe you want to throw twenty five bucks on C.D. Lamb to lead the NFC East in receiving yards. That's another prop that I really like. Um, and and then finally, uh, the NFC West regular season rushing yards. Prop, I, I do like James Conner. And let's look around the board. Uh, the favorite's Kenneth Walker. Now, he's plus 210. He's the favorite, but it's like, well, he's already hurt. And he, he got hurt in season last year. And they drafted Zach Charbonnet, who's there. And Kenny McIntosh is there. And DJ Dallas is there. It's hard for me to see him being the lead rusher in this division. The number two favorite is Christian McCaffrey. Well, Christian McCaffrey's a Ferrari. And if you owned a Ferrari, but you had a family, would you take the Ferrari to the grocery store? No, you're only going to use your Ferrari when you absolutely have the right opportunity. That's how I see the 49ers using Christian McCaffrey. If they want to bang someone between the tackles, they'll do it with Elijah Mitchell or, or someone else. It won't be Christian McCaffrey. So I don't think he leads this division in yards. Um, Cam Akers. Maybe another guy, but I just, I just think you're going to see a lot of James Conner. Rookie QB or Josh Dobbs is going to be the starter there. It's going to be a ton of James Conner. You see a lot of fantasy services. They like James Conner. That's another one that that I've I found interesting. Uh, and then a couple of more, and I'll get you out of here. Uh, I'm intrigued by Christian Watson, over five and a half receiving TDs on the season. It just feels like, it just feels like every time I watched a preseason game, Christian McCaffrey was, excuse me, Christian Watson, too many, too many Christians. Not like in that sense, but like in the NFL. But Christian Watson, every time I watched a, a preseason game, it just felt like he was catching another touchdown. So five and a half, it's like it's like one every third, third game. And we saw the streak that he went in. Um, I don't love it. 
because it's it's I like it, but I don't love it because touchdowns can be so streaky from year to year. Uh, Ryan Tannehill over three thousand fifty point five passing yards. So to win this bet, he would need three thousand and fifty one passing yards. That one's very intriguing. We've seen Traylon Burks already back in practice with the knee injury. They brought in DeAndre Hopkins. We like Chigakonkwo. Tajay Spears can catch the ball out of the backfield. And, and this is like under 200 passing yards a game. This tells me they either think Tannehill's going to get hurt or they're going to be bad and that he's going to get benched because if he plays all 17 games and they're not even the favorite to win their division, it stands to reason that he could at least average 200 passing yards a game. And it's a passing league, even with Derrick Henry. Well, that'd be 3,400 passing yards. So so I think that one's intriguing. Amon Ross St. Brown, yardage prop, 1,050 yards. I mean, he's a first-round draft pick in, in one QB fantasy leagues. It feels like it would be odd for him to get that many targets and that many touches and, and not go over that. Same thing with Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, the, the last three years, has finished as wide receiver six, wide receiver two, wide receiver six, in total targets it's like how can this guy get this many yards and not get a and 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 not get over 800 his is his prop Deontay Johnson's yardage prop is 800.5 so he would need 801 yards again barring injury but I don't like taking a bunch of overs these are just ones that that intrigue me and then my last one's my guy Chris Godwin over 77.5 catches I mean gang he had 140 targets last year in 14 games, 15 games, excuse me, and they're going to be behind and they're going to be bad and they're going to be passing a lot. So so those are the kind of, of props that I'm looking for. I'm not a big seasonal prop guy. I'll have one or two, uh, but not a lot. I don't like tying my money up that long. Uh, I'm a week-to-week better. Um, we'll have all this laid out. Oh, again, I want to talk about bet, betting props that – or excuse me, parlays, betting parlays, and the book won't let you do it. That's my Derek Carr prop. Uh, when I was on FanDuel looking at this just for just for shits and giggles, uh, I went to bet him to lead the NFC South in passing, and I tried to parlay that to his over on his passing yards. Guess what I got? Denied because it was a correlated parlay. I told you I'd do a call back to that. So that is the juice. That's what we're going to be doing again it's going to be a segmented show. You can tune in. Uh, I'll make sure the producers and everybody, uh, we get this up as fast as humanly possible so you can react to it and act on it. Uh, I'll try to get some guests on here. Uh, I'm going to try to do some pre-recorded guests throughout the week and bring on people that, that you can enjoy. Um, it's hard to get a bunch of gamblers in the middle of football season because it's the best sport to gamble on. That's why we're here. But remember, this is for entertainment purposes. We want you to have fun. We want you to have some common sense. Enjoy the show. Have fun. Think on the advice, but be very, very careful. But have a lot of fun, guys. The NFL is here. Guys, it's Friday night. A week from the night, we'll be recapping. We'll do a little nugget on what we saw on Thursday. I'll hit you with some player props. I may hit you with a side, a total, and under and over. I don't know. Uh, we'll give you a survivor pick. Uh, for those of you that have never done Survivor, Survivor is uh, an NFL game. I know DraftKings has got a survivor pool where basically you put in a set amount of money. The one that I'm in is $100, uh, and I, I love this. And every week you just have to pin a, pick a winner. Not against the spread, just straight up. Straight up winner against the spread. And 
it's trickier than 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 you think. Like the week of Thanksgiving, and you can only use each team once. So there's a lot of strategy involved, and that's why I love it. I love strategy games. I, I love that's why I love poker. That's why the stock market facets fascinates me. I just love things that force you to think and strategy. Um, how many times can you pick on the Arizona Cardinals? How many times can you pick on the Houston Texans? So we'll do some survivor stuff. Just your general gambling show with a player profiler by way of Dynasty Warzone Spin. I will be your host. Um, hope we can help you out. Hope we uh, we win some money. And uh, remember, only winners pay the juice. Guys, I will see you back here next week, Friday night. Not going to lock myself into a time because the work takes time to get the work ready. But I would tell you to be looking at your phone around 9. How about this? Just subscribe. And when I go live, you'll get the notification that, hey, the juice is live on YouTube. Holy shit, I better tune in on Player Profiler's YouTube channel. Hang out with my man, Memphis. It'll also be on Twitter. It'll be everywhere. And for those of you that like audio podcast, awesome. I'm going to go right now, and I'm going to do my own production, and I'm going to get the show up for you so you can enjoy a podcast. I was starting to say my closing tagline. I thought I'd throw that in there. Remember, here at the at the juice, we will remind you that only winners pay the juice, guys. You guys have a great week. I'll see you back here on Sunday for the Dynasty War Zone next week for more juice. Figure with a little juice. No, we think that you ooze. When we add up all those inches, that's going to make the fucking difference between winning and losing. a game yesterday and if we win one today that's two in a row we win one tomorrow that's called a winning streak